This is episode 57 of Healthy Teacher, Happy Teacher. We've been off air for about a year now, so this is going to be a major catch-up episode. We're going to be talking about being a teacher in a pandemic, everybody's favorite topic. But mainly, we're just going to catch up, get to know each other again. So let's get on with the show. It's going to be a great one. Are you feeling a little burnt out and exhausted this school year? Healthy Teacher, Happy Teacher podcast is here to get you through the hard weeks. We will be tackling tough topics while addressing self-care tips and tricks to help you live your best life. I'm your host, Jessica Martin, a coffee-drinking teacher and tech coach working on my own health journey as I pursue happiness in my teacher life. I am so happy you're here with me today, and I can't wait to share all the things with you. Let's get on with the show. Welcome back, frenzies. Welcome back to episode 57 of Healthy Teacher, Happy Teacher. I am your host, Jessica Martin. I go by the Whimsical Teacher Online, and this is my podcast. I took a year off just because hashtag 2020. It was a really weird year, and it felt kind of strange having a podcast called Healthy Teacher, Happy Teacher, in the middle of a pandemic where everyone was very unhappy and unhealthy. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's the truth. It wasn't it wasn't it wasn't what I had planned for this podcast. I certainly didn't mean to take an entire year off, but every time I would sit down and think about podcasting on a show called Healthy Teacher Happy Teacher, I just thought no. Now is not the time. This is a bad bad time. <laughs> Anyway, I'm happy to be back. I've been thinking about picking up the show again for quite some time. Like I said, I didn't purposely just say, oh, I'm going to stop the show right now. It's just life kind of happened with the pandemic, right? Um, I think the last episode I recorded in January, I was having some really bad health problems. Last December, I was sick almost the entire month with some sort of awful flu. Um, I was in and out of the hospital, and it, it was a bad December last year. And then in January, I you know, I had all these blood tests taken in December, and I got the results in January, and I was coming off of some of that info. I was diagnosed with PCOS and uh, high blood pressure and some other problems. So anywho, it was a it was a time that was it was a difficult time last year at this time for me because I was dealing with a lot of um, new information about my health and my body and it was really awkward to talk about and it was just it was weird and then in February I I just had a really hard month teaching in February like it was extremely difficult I don't know what exactly happened it it feels almost it's almost embarrassing to talk about when you have a rough time and you go by the whimsical teacher right (laughs) why would the whimsical teacher have a hard time but I was I uh I had a couple classes of eighth graders and they were just, they were just killing me slowly. <laughs> it was really, really, really rough. And that's all I can say. I, I, I tried to do new things with them and a lot of those things backfired in my face. And I, you know, I started out the year one way, kind of teaching a certain way. And by the middle of the year, you know, especially after my illness, Uh, through December, I was a little bit bored with that. And so I switched things up and I started trying to do some fun projects. And they just were not 
really ready for that style of teaching. And um, I had great success with it in years past, but that was also when the entire school was sort of doing that, that PBL, that project-based learning technique with all of the students. So when I just suddenly switched mid-year from doing kind of a traditional classroom setting, uh, a little bit of a lecture, some notes, uh, some group activities to all of a sudden, hey, you're going to do these really fun projects. It just didn't go over that well. And I actually, I had a lot of kickback and it, it wasn't, it wasn't a good time. It was not a good time at all. And by March, I was totally, I was very flustered. I had to restructure several of my classes. I had talks with admin. I mean, it was bad times, right? And I was just dreading the rest of the year. And then the pandemic hit and I was just like, oh my goodness, I don't have to go back on Monday. <laughs> I'm sorry, I know for most people it was really, really bad news, but for me, I was just like a breath of fresh air because I was drowning and I, I was having a hard time. And I feel really, there's a lot of guilt that comes with that. And I've talked to other teachers that were having kind of a, a bad teaching year, a bad spring. And when they had to teach from home, when the pandemic happened, they were actually feeling really relieved. Of course, nobody's happy that there's a man-killing virus out there. Nobody is rejoicing and people getting sick. But it was just, uh, for a lot of people, the pandemic came at a time that they needed a little bit of a break from being inside of the classroom. And that's any given year, any group of teachers feel that way, I, I think. And uh, that was just my year. It was uh, That was my year. And I'm owning it. I'm going to own it. I thought, oh, I should just skip over that part that it was really rough. But I'm going to own it fully that I was having a rough year. And I felt a little bit of relief when I didn't have to go back into the classroom. Um, so anyway, you know, everything happened in March and it just felt so like nobody knew what was going on, right? Like back in March, nobody was wearing masks and everybody was confused. And, you know, why is everything shutting down? Hardly anybody's sick. And then things just get worse and worse and worse. And it felt really, I didn't want to, I didn't want to come on you know, the podcast or even social media that much and be my positive, whimsical self um, because this was not the right timing. There's a, there's a time to be whimsical and goofy and fun, and there's a time to just kind of step back and let things sit with you. And I felt that way again over the summer, of course, after George Floyd was murdered it, it was just a really heavy time and not a good time to be a content creator. As a white person, I just wanted to sit down and listen to other people's stories and try to better understand the systemic racism and the horrible acts of racism that are just constantly occurring and just really think about my own part in it and how to make things better. And so over the summer, that was one of my main goals. Um, at least dealing with uh, social media and the news and my own education, those those type of things were the, were what what was on my mind, and I definitely knew that my podcast would not be a good place to have a sounding board about any of that stuff because it wasn't really th those weren't any stories um, that I could tell personally, 
And I just didn't really feel like anyone should be really listening to me. <laughs> um, which sounds bad to say as a podcaster, but that's that was the overall vibe, you know. So we had the, you know, kind of a rough school year and the pandemic and then just kind of like, I call it the shut up summer. Like you just need to shut up and listen sometimes, right, to better understand things. So it was an interesting time. And of course, while all of this was going on in the world, I was dealing with my own, you know, personal issues in life. We we bought a house during the pandemic, you know, getting that finance and all set up. We listed our house for sale. We moved down to Las Vegas. I found a new job as a fourth grade teacher at a nationally recognized school. So it, you know, a lot of really great things have come out of this year, but it's also been like a very heavy year being someone who likes to um, entertain and, you know, have a good time and, and kind of be whimsical and quirky and fun. It's been a really heavy year for creating content for that kind of that kind of mood because that's not the mood that's out there right now. And so that was just kind of, those are some things on my mind is, you know, not only was I dealing with moving myself and, and kind of starting a new life in Las Vegas, one that I had planned for a very long time, but then, you know, learning how to navigate these kind of rocky waters where some people, a lot of people, many people, this is the worst year of their life. They've never had a worse year than 2020. This is they're they're down in the dumps. They're depressed. They're at the at the edge of their own sanity, and they can feel it, right? And it's not. It's just. It's just not a good time. It's not a good time for fun, loving, whimsical times all the time. <laughs> and maybe that was just me in my own head thinking that like. Oh, if you come out and do some whimsical, fun, goofy things, this is really going to upset a lot of people. <laughs> I mean, maybe it was just that. But um, so, yeah, I mean, like I said, it's 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 actually been an okay year for me. Um, things have worked out in so many different ways, and I'm so grateful for those things working out. Um, I, I wrote down a few things I learned from just this year. <laughs> And I thought I'd share those with you next because I know sometimes, I mean, you can you can tell your story about what it's like being a pandemic teacher or what your life has been like in the pandemic. But, you know, what, what do you really have to walk away from it if you don't have some lessons to sort of share with other people, right? And so I encourage you, if you're listening right now, like, could you write down five things that you've learned about yourself or from the pandemic or about other people? Like, what what are your big takeaways from this year? Because it's easy to just kind of swim in our emotions, right? Whether it's sorrow, anger, um, remorse, whatever, whatever has you like, whatever 2020 has you feeling like, it's just, I think it's really an easy year to just let that completely consume you. But I think it would be productive to at least think about, you know, what, what did you really learn this year? What did you take away from it? So these were my big takeaways. So my first big takeaway, uh, little things matter. Little things matter. Sometimes you let something little go long enough and then you're stuck at home with it 24 <laughs> seven. <24/7. laughs> I know that sounds bad, but anyway, that was something I got out of therapy um, just that you can't let little things go in your life, whether 
you know, like so often the little things fester and turn into big things. And that was one kind of big takeaway from this, uh, this whole pandemic experience is that you got to take care of the little things right away and, and don't, don't, don't call things big or little, right? Because everything is big in the long run. All right. Um, I think I also learned that it's okay when your plans change and sometimes it can benefit you. I, I had a six week long trip planned to Australia and New Zealand over the summer. And obviously that got canceled uh, it turned out to be kind of a good thing that it got canceled because there were a lot of things that came up that I needed to deal with. And um, I also found out my job, my new job started a week earlier than I thought it would. <laughs> uh, so that would have been real awkward to be in Australia having a good time. And then, you know, uh, oh, sorry, new boss, I'm going to miss my first week of work. So I don't know. Yeah, it really sucks that I missed out on some summer traveling, but everything worked out and I'm fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> I feel like that's kind of the, the hashtag of the year, right? Everything's fine, sort of. <laughs> um, I think another big takeaway from this year is that there's only one of you and you're your best advocate. So many people are having such a hard time right now going back to school, or risking getting the virus. And, you know, there's, there's just a really big takeaway is that you're the only one who's going to look out for yourself in the long run. And so you have to become a self advocate and you have to fight for yourself and you have to do what's right for you. Um, and I think that's just kind of, I think so often we get comfortable in the settings that we're in and we're thinking, oh, you know, like, well, you know, uh, my school wouldn't let this happen or my family wouldn't let that happen or <laughs> and I think I think 2020 was kind of a big wake-up call that like yep your school and your family will let those things happen so you need to look out for you <laughs> oh boy um and then I think and I think a lot of people had this takeaway is just that focus on your own expectations. If you focus on other people's expectations, you'll be constantly disappointed. So I, I feel like these are kind of basic, basic takeaways. And of course, just like any year, I have a bunch of personal takeaways from the year, things that I tried out, uh, things that were new, obviously buying a house and getting a new job, moving far away, uprooting my life in 10 years. I have a lot of takeaways from this year, but my biggest one, if I'm going back to my my original five, is that whole self-advocacy piece. I needed to do that so much trying to find a new job. And even when I was struggling at my old job and trying to get set up at a new district and moving into a house, there's just there's so many times in life that you have to stick up for yourself. You have to fight for what you know is right. And it is a hard lesson to learn. And I do think that Sometimes as teachers, we put our needs on the back burner because we're always trying to help other people. And as women, right, we're, we're, we're nurturing other people, the relationships where we're moms and friends and wives. And, and it's hard when you're constantly nurturing other people, helping other people along their way to say, whoa, I need to stop and help myself right now. And I think, I think that's a really big takeaway 
from this whole pandemic and this whole 2020, this whole, I'm just going to call it the whole 2020. (laughs) I think it's just, it's just so important to learn how to stick up for yourself and what's right for you. And you should never feel selfish or in the wrong for doing anything like that. And that was my biggest lesson. Okay, frenzies, that's that's the end of this show. I have another five to record after this. <laughs> it's just the beginning. It's just the beginning. Anyway, thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. I hope that I hope that 2020 didn't beat you up too bad. I hope you're doing well. I of course I miss talking to all my frenzies. Please reach out to me on Instagram. I am the underscore whimsical underscore teacher, or you can always email me at thewhimsicalteacher at gmail.com. I always try to respond to all of my messages. Um, sometimes I get into a funk too, and I don't I don't do that good with the messages. But 99.9% of the time, I answer people back, and I like to talk to my frenzies out there. I like to hear from teachers. I like to hear from podcast listeners. So yeah, um, until we meet again, take good care of yourself. Put yourself first. Do something good for you. And we'll talk soon. Bye. You've just finished listening to Healthy Teacher Happy Je- Happy Jessica. What? <laughs> oh no, I don't know how to stop. <laughs>